Welcome to the Human Conversation Podcast with Jules White, the real dragon slayer, author and entrepreneur sales coach. Tune in weekly for human conversation about business and sales. Enjoy business expert interviews, educational episodes, and virtual cuppers with entrepreneur business owners. So grab yourself a cuppa and enjoy. Here is your host, Jules White. So welcome everybody to The Human Conversation. And this episode, I have the most wonderful lady with me. And this is Vicki Smith, and she runs a business called Creations Where Ideas Come Alive. How wonderful is that? So, and she's based in Solihull in the West Midlands. So, hello, Vicki. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, Jules. Thank you very much. I'm really excited and thank you for having me. And I'm excited too. So I've spoken to Vicky a few times in the past, just for the listeners so that they know. I want to talk about what she does in her business, but I also want to talk about her and her life a bit, to be honest, because I think she is somebody we should, we should know about and we should hear about the amazing work that she does. So Vicky, let's just start, I think, by talking about what your business is. So tell everybody and me about your business. Okay, so my business, Creations Where Ideas Come Alive, is um, it started in about 2013 was when I officially started my business up. But prior to that, I was, um, I suppose what you call a hobbyist. So I've always um, been making things since probably my late teens. and it was just one day I decided, you know, I'd got lots of stuff that I'd made and it was, what do I do with it all? Because it, it literally was taking over my home. <laughs> so people said, well, why don't you just try and start selling it? Because I'd just make things for friends and family. So that's what I decided to do. I decided to set up my business. And it was, I remember when I set it up, it was uh, the 28th of December, 2013, because it was just after Christmas. And I just thought, if I don't set it up now and start it, while well, I've got a bit of time off work, I'll probably never do it. So that's that's how I started the business up. And I love how you remember the date that you started it. Isn't that wonderful? Because a lot, a lot of people wouldn't remember a specific no, date. So. I think it's just because it was just after Christmas and I'd got yeah. some time off work and it's kind of a date that's just imprinted in my brain. <laughs> so you started off, you were making what, all sorts of things, just just anything and everything was it yeah I mean kind of growing up I mean my mum's a big crafter um and my grandmothers were on both sides um and I remember one grandmother in particular because the other one died when I was quite young um but she she was always um knitting crocheting um I remember my dad used to crochet at one point because I remember him making a beautiful jumper that I, I would never take off and things like that but my mum is a big crafter um she'll see something done on the internet and she'll go out and buy the stuff the next day to try it so but growing up I was never heavily into crafts it was more when I got into my late teens and I started work and I started working with two ladies who used to do cross-stitch embroidery and they'd do it in their lunch break and I'd be looking the one day and I'd be like what are you doing that looks really really interesting and it looks beautiful what you're creating so they taught me how to cross-stitch, these two ladies that I worked with. So we would all sit there in our lunch breaks doing cross-stitch pictures. I love that. Um, 
and then over a period of time um because they were mums themselves obviously I was only in my late teens so I wasn't you know I hadn't got a family at that point um they kind of didn't have a lot of time to do that um other than kind of in their lunch break because when they got home they would obviously be being mum um but then I would do it at home in my spare time and I, I it just took off from there really um and I still do the odd cross stitch now and again but it's it's having the time to sit and physically do that because you do need a lot of concentration for something like that um and then after that I got into card making so I became a paper crafter yeah did that for a number of years made beautiful exploding um card boxes so you take the lid off and it all pops open you've got beautiful creations in the middle I used to get quite a few orders for those um, for weddings and new babies so those were my kind of um, my key products there but at that point um, I wasn't in business I was just selling them to work colleagues mm. and that kind of is where the inspiration came for starting my business up as well because people were you know buying these products off me but then unfortunately I fell out of love with card making and paper craft at another point I always transition into something completely different yeah <laughs> and and so one day I just I'd seen a lot of people you know making jewelry and I thought I really want to have a go at making jewelry didn't really know where to start so just followed people in various groups you know sitting behind the scenes um just watching what people were posting and things never never really actively took part in facebook groups and that kind of thing really i just used to sort of kind of watch from the sidelines and then i thought well, do you know what i'm going to have to do a bit of research as you do so i started going to the library getting books out of the library on jewelry making wire work and decide try to decide which of these do i want to have a go at which do i think i'm going to be comfortable doing so I went along the route of um, beads because um, although wire work looks very pretty, I think it's very intricate and it's quite complicated. Mm. So I went down the route of buying beads. Um, so then that's where the jewellery making started. And I, you know, looked at YouTube a lot, found some videos, watched what, how other people made things and self-taught myself the same as I did with the, the paper crafting, everything I've done um in the craft world i've self-taught isn't this the most wonderful place for me to say there's no such word as can't oh absolutely <laughs> because it's true isn't it you're such a shining example of that and anyone who doesn't necessarily follow me regularly my dad always said there is no such word as can't I was brought up on that and it features yes. a lot in everything I talk about but I'm listening to you and I'm thinking gosh she she liked the idea of that she went and learned how to do it she then wanted to do that she went and learned how to do it absolutely how amazing it, is that and it didn't stop there either because I still <laughs> do the jewelry but I don't just do beadwork now I actually work with resin um, and that seems to be where my love is at the moment. So again, I did some research. Um, I looked into a specific company in the UK that sells the resin and all the little um, the bezels and things that you need to do the resin work. I think what's happened is you've kind of stayed with the jewellery for some time, haven't you, even though that might have changed? I have, yeah. You know, that's, that's been the key thing you've been doing really of late, isn't it? So 
size. It's easier. So I want to ask you a question around the jewellery because I am not a creative person, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, some would argue because I'm musical, but I think probably in music I'm creative. But if you asked me to make something, you know, with my hands, I would be yeah. like, oh my goodness, this is just going to be rubbish. And, um, and I just don't see things the way these amazing creative people do like you. Surely this takes quite a long time to do this stuff. It does. Um, with the beadwork, um, I don't have a design in mind when I make anything jewellery-wise. I just literally get my stuff out, I get my pliers out if it's beadwork, I'll get my pliers out, I'll get my chain out, and I'll look at all my beads and I'll think, right, what colour combos am I going to try today? And I'll just get certain beads out. And then I just try start to pull something together I don't have an idea in my mind when I start off I just you know it just comes together if I don't like the look of something I think no that's not working I might change that for a different colour or put it somewhere else um and and just just let my creativity flow really but everything I make as well is a unique piece I never make two pieces the same yeah. so when you use resin it kind of um when you put it in your bezels, it kind of flows freely, a bit like, you know, if you have a leak, a water leak, and yeah. the water will find its own running level. It's the same with resin. So you can create patterns in it if you, I tend to use cocktail sticks just to make swirly patterns. Yeah. Um, but generally it kind of falls where it wants to. You can manipulate it slightly, but you will never be able to make two pieces identical. It wouldn't physically be possible with resin. You can say to your customers, you know, actually every piece of jewellery is, is absolutely 100% unique. Is, yeah. And, yeah. And with resin, I'm guessing it's like a liquid format when it starts, but then it sets. Is that kind it of is. the idea? And yeah, that's right. And obviously um, on the actual um, podcast details, we will put the link so they can all find out how to contact you, Vicky. So that's going to be done and dusted but I noticed and some listeners might have noticed that you talked about work alongside your business so you work as well as run this business don't you my lovely I do indeed I work for the NHS um I have worked for the NHS for nearly 30 years and um so I work as an administrator so I'm an admin and clerical I've been admin and clerical all across those 30 years but I've done a a number of different jobs different roles um i'm also a single mom and i have yeah. two children um so as you can see my life is very hectic i work full-time as well um so my business is run in the evenings and at weekends and any spare bit of time i get <laughs> it's amazing you are superwoman to do all that i think you know i'm, I'm really in awe of women like you because i I have obviously worked for many years for companies. Equally, I've run my own business twice now. And I know what it takes to run a business. You know, I really do. And when you're also um, producing what you sell, that's even more um, amazing to me. But on top of that, I've only got one child. Um, and, you know, given he's a, a really great kid, uh, as yours are, I'm sure, I've only got one of him to worry about. You've got two to worry <laughs> about, two. you know. So I, I am honestly, take my hat off to you that you do what you do. I think it's really wonderful. And that's what I wanted the listeners to kind of hear, that there are many women like you, I think, who do this, where they're running perhaps two businesses and, or two jobs, and they're also looking after their children and they're potentially their single mums. 
And I think it's, you know, it's good to celebrate people like you, Vicky, to, to sort of show that what can be done. I think it's really important. Thank you. Well done you. Now, the <laughs> other thing I want to just touch on is um, you're part of a bigger kind of uh, network in, in some senses because you're part of what we call Heartisan, aren't you, Vicky? I am indeed, yeah. So it would be quite nice just to touch on that if it's okay with you because absolutely, yeah. you are, um, you're fondly known as a madmin. Is that correct? Absolutely. That's what we call ourselves, yeah. <laughs> and it's really funny because, well, let me just explain to, to the listeners. So um, Heartisan is a, um, a platform, an online platform and community whereby if you're a crafter or, you know, you make something, uh, you can have your own shop within Heartisan. Um, yes. And you also get so much more so it's not just about having a shop you have a community on facebook you get training the actually every member gets my book but that's not why i'm telling the listeners about that <laughs> but you know there, there are so many um elements to this community i believe that it's great for me to just mention it because as a madmin vicky what's your role as a madmin within i, I must just say madmins i love that and I tell you why I love it, because um, I think of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory for some reason, when, when I yeah. think of Mad Mins, yeah, because I kind of think of all the, like, the little people doing all the work behind the scenes, because that's, kind of, that's kind of what you do. You do all that support work, don't you? We do, and I just love being part of Heartisan. Um, Heartisan's a lot bigger now than when I first joined it. Obviously, it's grown tremendously. I think I've been with Heartisan probably around 18 months-ish, I think, perhaps a bit longer. And I have done a bit of various roles within Heartisan, um, but at the moment, my main uh, purpose is I'm one of the madmen behind the scenes who helps the new creatives with their shops. So um, we have quite a few of them in our particular team and we're all allocated creatives when they purchase their packages to have a shop on the marketplace. Um, and we guide them through the process. We show them how to do their listings. Um, we help them with all aspects of their business. Um, and I just love it. So there's that element of it as well as me, you know, working full time, being a single mom. Um, running my own business I'm also doing that behind the scenes for Hearthstone and I just love it mm. the community is just like no other out there um, the support the creatives get from us the, the support they actually give us as well sometimes you know mm. it's just like another family mm. and we we can have a laugh and yeah we're a bit crazy some of us sometimes which is why we call ourselves mad means I think it's good <laughs> it's good to be crazy I think absolutely yeah but we all bounce off each other we're there for each other if someone's having a bad day we all jump on a phone call and we all chat to each other and it's just a lovely spirit and that's what we hope to you know get across in all the different groups within Heartisan. And I think you do that very well. And I think, you know, it's like I said, it's, a, it's a, an online platform in order for creatives and crafters to have a shop. But it's yeah. a whole lot more than that, isn't it? Absolutely. Not and the, the information that I've gained to help grow my business has been absolutely tremendous. And great. I don't think I'd be where I am now if I hadn't done that. No. Well, I think you are wonderful. I think... When, you, when you've listened to this podcast and listened to all the things that Vicky does, um, you are 
truly a wonder woman. I, I really <laughs> think that. But I think the nicest thing about you, Vicky, is how lovely you are and how happy and positive you are, because that's really something, isn't it, when you're working? I so think hard. I have to be, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have to be, as I've been saying, I think. <laughs> yeah. But it's inspiring to other people to see you and watch you and hear you, you know, and I think yeah. you need to sometimes say to yourself, um, you have a really wonderful impact on, on the world. So, so fair play to you for that. That's really, Thank really you very good. much, Joel. And I have loved having you as my guest and just chatting and finding out a bit more about your journey, you know, with your business, because isn't it lovely how businesses evolve and then you, you meet new people and then you get involved in all other things. It does, you know, yeah. Artisan and, stuff. and then 30 years working for the NHS. That's amazing loyalty, isn't it? I hope to retire early, but I don't think it's <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I just wanted to add that if my accent has changed during this podcast, um, it's because I did actually used to live in the Midlands, didn't I, Vicky? I used to live not overly far from where you are because I lived a bit, a bit north, didn't I, in Warsaw? Um, and every time I speak to Vicky, I feel like I come away with a little bit more of an accent. <laughs> Feels like you're back home. <laughs> Sounds like I'm back home. Yeah, except actually, I was originally from the south, but I definitely developed a, a real West Midlands accent when I lived. I think you probably do. If you've lived somewhere for a while, you pick up the, uh, the lingo. Yeah, but thank you. Send me all your links. I'll make sure that I put them on the bottom of the podcast so everyone can find you for your beautiful jewellery. Thank you, Vicky. Lovely to talk thank to you. Thank you. I hope everyone has enjoyed listening to our human conversation and I have an amazing guest today who is with us. She is a lady called Erica Jackson and I absolutely love this lady because I love what she's doing. I love her story and actually I think I'm going to find out more about her story tonight than I even know. So welcome Erica Jackson to the human conversation. Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> so I'm just going to tell everybody where you're from. You run a business called, I love this, Coffee Monkey Mug. So you can't say that if you've had a drink, can you really? <laughs> no. so, now, I asked Erica, I said, how shall I introduce you? What's your title? Are you director? Are you founder? And listen to what she said. This is wonderful. She said, I am chief monkey handler. I just <laughs> love this. How much fun is in this business? So let's, um, let's start at the beginning. Um, I just want to kind of mention we're doing a week long of podcasts. So I'm releasing daily for a week, uh, which I don't normally do. I normally just do like once a week, but I'm going to do every day for a week in celebration of our second birthday at Live It, Love It, Sell It. And so Erica's podcast is going to be part of that week. So I'm really excited. So Erica, can you just first tell me a little bit about Erica? So whereabouts are you based? I am based in Manchester, in Rosely, Manchester, yeah. um, near Salford, so not too far from there. Um, and I work from my house. <laughs> Fabulous, as I do. It's wonderful. Well, it's got its downsides, but it's, it's great. I just dig yeah. into a bit of history on Erica before we tell everyone the exciting thing that you actually do now. Okay, so my first job was um, a data input clerk at a photography place. Um, and it was just a two-week job while um, in the gap between school and college. Um, 
I love working with computers and even though I'm a complete technophobe, I love doing all the typing and um, things like that. The easy stuff, the easy side of things. Brilliant. <laughs> that, was, that was my first job, yeah. And that was photography, you said, a photography company? It was a photography company. I wasn't doing anything like taking pictures or anything like that. I was just literally describing what was in the picture and putting it onto a database. That was my job. <laughs> okay. And so from there, what did you start to do next? Uh, well, I went to college and I learned about photography because um, I love all that sort of thing. And um, I left college early. Um, I shouldn't have left when I did, but I did. And I'd sort of like flitted from job to job to job until I became a nursery nurse. And I loved working with kids and I loved working, like playing all day with them. Not that we do, we, there was a lot of work involved as well. But it was, I started off in the baby room and looked after all the little baby babies that came. It was an absolute wonderful job and so rewarding as well. It was, it was wonderful. And have you got children of your own, Erica? I've got one boy, yeah. So this was before you had your boy, presumably, that you did this, yeah? Yes, yeah, definitely. Um, I was 21 when I started going into nursery nursing. I'm 33 this year. So that's like 12 years ago. <laughs> so how old's your little boy? He's three. He'll be oh. three in three weeks. Okay, so look, um, let's talk about uh, Coffee Monkey and Coffee Monkey Mugs because there's been a journey here, hasn't there? So how did you first come up with this concept? Okay, so this is quite a long story, but um, while I was nursing, nursing I... Um, was trying for a baby with my husband and was told that I could never have kids. So we went through IVF, we did all that sort of thing and none of it worked. So while I was still working at the nursery and obviously everyone's getting pregnant because they're all female and it, it was a hard journey that bit. And uh, one morning I felt quite poorly. We were, we were due to jet off to Turkey and I felt really poorly and I took a test and I was pregnant wow and it was just like a little miracle so as you can imagine I didn't want to go back to work and I was full of oh I'm going to be a housewife I'm going to be a mum I'm going to do nothing else I'm just going to this is this is me and I lost part of me I was just mum I was just a poo scooper I, was, <laughs> I yeah. wasn't me anymore so I lost part of me and then one morning, my husband said to me, he said, well, what, what do you love in the world? And I said, well, I love Gabe, my son, and I love coffee. And I, I've, I've always had a collection of mugs. So it's like, well, I want to make mugs. So we started off making mugs just with vinyl. I don't know if you've heard of it, like vinyl lettering that just goes around the mug. Yeah. And I wasn't too happy with it. it. It was about a month into it, and I was like, yeah, I'm not happy with it. It's not going on right. It doesn't look right. And you have to hand wash them, which for me, as a mum, was just a bugbear. I put everything in the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> I'd put the baby in there if I could. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so we Googled and we YouTubed and we did all that sort of stuff and found out how to make mugs that were permanent and that you could put in the dishwasher. And then that's when Coffee Monkey sort of became more of what it is now. And the name comes from me loving coffee whilst watching my little monkey on the floor playing. 
love uh, that. It's so lovely because it's such a connection, isn't it, to, your, to you and your life. And I want to just touch on a point that you've just mentioned about the fact that you just felt like you'd lost your identity. And mm -hmm. I think um, anyone who's listening who's a mum or even a dad, because let's just include the dads, because there are for sure some dads who are staying at home and doing that, because that yeah. happens. Yeah. And it is really interesting because you do, you become, is it Gabe, your, your son? Yeah, Gabriel. Gabe. So Gabriel's mum, and that's who you are. And I was Sam's mum, you know. And, and we, well, you know my story. I started my business at, when Sam was three months old. So, you know, impatient me. But I could just see it coming that I had to do something else because I was just going to go stir crazy. And I had to have a purpose. And that's the word, I think that you yeah. just have to have a purpose. Um, so I love that your story connects to that because of course for me it was the same thing and all the mums in Truly Madly Baby were exactly the same. Like they used to say to me, you've given me a purpose again. So there was a really lovely um, family element to it, you know, and that, yeah. like, like I say, that connection. So we're making mugs, okay. And uh, did you design the things that went on the mugs? Was that part of the, the journey? Yeah, yeah. I um, started off using just Word on the laptop and paint. So the mugs, the mock-ups that I came up with were awful. I've looked back on them since <laughs> and they were terrible. <laughs> um, but we started off really, really, really basic. And people loved the designs that I was coming up with. Uh, and then I learned how to use Photoshop and things sort of progressed from there and my mock-ups became better, my photographs, I listened to a lot of people in a lot of different groups on how to do photographs and how to um, come across professionally and it sort of all stemmed from there and it's all gone quite well. <laughs> So, okay, so you're, it's going well, your designs are getting better. See, I'm building the story here. You see what I'm doing, don't you, Erica? <laughs> yeah. um, it's all going well. And, you know, and how were you selling them at the time? It was just on Facebook and in craft groups. I joined Hartisan in the June. So we set up in February and I joined Hartisan in the June. Um, I was actually one of their first, their very first marketplace vendor. So um, I joined them and... I started selling with them and it was just sort of in any group that I could get into, I was just like putting, putting me out there really. So um, you're selling Facebook, you've got a shop, uh, an online shop. Um, at what point did something interesting happen in your business, Erica? I have a business advisor through the Salford Council and he said to me, the first word out of his mouth was, why do you sell the little bags for cocaine and not cocaine? And I went, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I don't sell drugs. Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and he said, no, but you should be selling coffee. And I just went, oh, my God, that, it, that just makes so much sense. And I was looking around for, like, white label companies to help. And because I have no idea when it comes to making coffee. I'm not, I know a good coffee when I drink it. But when it comes to making coffee, not a clue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually, I phoned quite a few businesses and I was waiting on getting um, a call back from them. And it was my granddad's anniversary of his death, the 14th of November. I'll never forget it. Um, and I got an email that morning 
and she said to me, um, we've heard all about your, your business and we've also heard about your granddad. We'd love to learn more. And I was like, I've never spoken to this woman ever in my life. And to just get this on his anniversary, it was a bit like, wow, okay. <laughs> so um, I phoned her, I said, I think you've got the wrong person. She went, oh no, it doesn't matter. Just come in and speak to us. So I went in and spoke to her. She said, right, we've got some work to do because the cut-off date um, to, to pitch for the coffee is the end of November. So I said, right, okay. So what do you need from me? So she said, um, we just need you to come in, taste the coffee and tell us all about yourself. Um, we're going to pitch you against numerous other people who want the coffee in their business and we'll see what happens. So I went, I spoke to them, I spoke to them all about my aspirations for the business, where I wanted to go, the subscription boxes that I now do, um, the fact that I, I would love to get into Tesco's and all the big retailers. And she phoned me up and she said, you've won it. You've got the coffee um, out of so many other people. You've actually, we've picked you because of the family element and we love your aspirations and we want to go ahead with you. That's amazing, isn't it? What a wonderful story. See, I didn't know that part of your story. That's really cool. And you know, the thing about this, we can't make coffee if we don't know anything about it. So this is where collaboration comes in and actually finding people who are experts at doing that, who can then give you something back. I mean, white labeling is amazing because that means you can kind of make it your own brand, but, yeah. but you're going to get them making coffee and the, they're the experts. That's very cool, isn't it? it is, so it is. so you, you've now got coffee and mugs. But the other thing about it is then, tell me more about what you then did with the branding on these coffees, because I think this is the clever bit. So what, how do you sell your coffee? What do you tell people about your coffee? <laughs> well, <laughs> um, we've got the Chaos Field. Now this is the medium strength coffee, and I mainly market to mums who are like me. So mums with attitude, um, real mums, facing real problems and um, my whole ethos around my business is I have been that mum that has been sat on the kitchen floor stuffing my face with cookies while the child has been crying because <laughs> he's been up all night and I've been up all night and you just want that five minutes of peace yes. when everything around you is falling apart and that's where my coffee comes in so the chaos fuel is the fuel for the chaos in the morning so for the school runs for the nappy changes for the long nights that is the fuel that you need and it will spur you on to keep going basically is to make you smile the whole part of my business is to make you smile and to make you know that you are not a lot not on your own i want to be that part that you just look at and go no i'm not i'm doing everything right yeah. it's just a bit of chaos that's yeah. all it is. Like chaos fuel, what a great name for it. And the thing is as well, what you're doing is you're connecting a coffee, which is just this kind of really this thing that's tangible to the emotions. Everything yeah. I talk about in sales is when we connect to the emotions, isn't it? So how clever yeah. that you've done that. Okay, so that's one. You've got chaos fuel. What's the <laughs> other one you've got? Um, nighttime peace. It says on the packet, sleep like a baby, sod that, sleep like a daddy, because there is no, <laughs> no person that sleeps better than a daddy. <laughs> than a daddy, yeah. 
that's really clever. But it's, I like the humour in it all as well. You know, the fact you're the, the chief monkey handler. And it's all really great in terms of like the, the humour in it, which is another thing that helps us to kind of think, well, I actually want to connect with this because it's fun. So you've got two blends of coffee. At the moment. At the moment. Yeah. Well, that's going to be my next question, obviously. Well, you've kind of intimated that there could be another blend or, or two or more coming. So is there something else in the pipeline? There is. Um, there's another coffee, hopefully coming out next month. Um, well, not May, June. Um, which will be called Afternoon Delights. Oh, I like it. Is this when baby's finally gone to sleep for their afternoon nap and you're going to have a sit down? Is that kind of the yes. deal? Yeah. yeah. So what makes that different in terms of the other two blends? Um, it's just an afternoon blend, so it will, it's got a bit of a kick to make sure you sort of jumpstart your afternoon and it's very smooth, it's, it's lovely. I've, been, I've tasted loads of coffee and the ones that I've picked are the nicest ones that I've tasted. It's a light roast and it's just to give you that extra jump. <laughs> yeah yeah that's it it makes sense doesn't it you can be getting a bit tired by afternoon and then you've got another little bit of energy boost haven't you yeah so you're selling presumably direct to mums yeah are you yet in a position where you're selling on a wholesale basis i'm trying to um master that market at the moment so hopefully soon, watch this space. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard thing because the transition is really different. So selling wholesale is so different to selling direct to client or direct to you know, B2C or B2B. That yeah. kind of wholesale route to the middleman, it just changes everything in terms of dynamics. You know, you've got to change in what you can then sell at because they then need to mark up. You've got things like quantities to consider. You've got also things like their terms and conditions. And the larger you get with these guys, you know, the Tesco's, the John Lewis's, et cetera, mm -hmm. the whole game changes at that level. We strive to be in those places. Mm -hmm. There's a huge amount comes with that. So you get the volumes, but you also then get an awful lot of battering in other ways from it. So in some respects, I kind of think, you know, that independent sort of route for you right now is actually a really good place to start. And if, and maybe even stay, maybe even stay in that space. Because yeah. I think what you do complements that, that it makes sense in those, those places. So we talked, we've talked, Erica, about uh, garden centres, was it? I think we talked yeah. about. Did we talk about hairdressers at some did, point? Yeah. I think we did, didn't we? So there's lots of different options for you to try and get these in, I think. And then people tasting it and saying, oh, I like that. Where can I buy it? You know, that's the point, isn't it, really? Yeah. So... I'm so excited about your business. I just think it's so fun. And I also love that you've done what you've done. It's brave. You know, you've stepped outside your comfort zone, haven't you? Before Coffee Monkey, I was very sort of shy and um, I, wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have walked into somewhere and gone, taste this coffee, not in a million years. Yeah. And I've come so far in, it's only, we've only been going a year. Yeah. So I've come so far in a year, it's, it's given me a, big confidence boost massively and well done you i'm really proud of you just knowing you and your journey it's awesome so just to finish let's talk a little bit about hartisan because obviously you know you were as you say one of the first marketplaces on there it's a really really good really good thing it has brought me on so so well 
It is good. And I think the thing about it is it's not just an online shop. It's actually so much more, isn't it? It's like a family. There's a support mechanism goes on. There's training goes on. And I'm only saying because obviously I'm involved in it to a degree where I do some, some monthly sales training with you guys, which yeah. is so much fun. We just do it on our Facebook Live, don't we? But it's yeah. really good because um, the amount of work that Chrissy does, who's kind of leading it all in terms of supporting that's what makes it different to any other place you can have a shop, I think, doesn't it? So, yeah. um, but it's really, it's really great to work with, um, with people like Hartisan, I think, because it is really giving something back, you know? Um, and I do it on a voluntary basis. That's the thing, because I, I like the element of being able to do that and give, give back. And seeing you guys keep coming on with all your businesses, it's like, wow, and now you're all on my podcast. I'm going to make sure that everyone's got all the links for you. I always put those in the narrative on the podcast. Um, and we're going to stick this onto YouTube as well. You know, where, where's the best place for us to connect with you? Where do you want us to find you? The best place is Facebook. I'm always on Facebook and I understand Facebook. <laughs> so that's the best place to get me. But I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, and my own website, and Heartisan. And Heartisan, yeah. Well done, Erica. Well done to you. And I'm excited to see what you're going to do next. I feel like there's going to be a lot more to come, to be honest. Yep, definitely. When he starts school in September, that's, I think that's going to open a few more doors for me because I'll have a lot more time. Um, I only get nine hours a week at the moment away from my little monster. So I can only fit in a certain amount of work in that time. Whereas in September when he goes to school, I'm going to have lots and lots more time to get lots and lots more things done. <laughs> it's amazing. Nine hours a week and you've done what you've done. Awesome. <laughs> amazing. Amazing lady. Super, super job. And I hope the listeners have really enjoyed listening to your story. So thank you for your time tonight and thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been really, really lovely to get that one-to-one -one time with you because I don't think I've had that with you before really, have I? No, you've not. It's, no. Been, it's been really, really nice. <laughs> thank you so much, Erica. I hope everyone has enjoyed listening to our chat, our human conversation. So this is the fabulous Chrissy Lowry and I've got her on the show because I want to, um, this whole episode is about Hartisan. So I just want to make sure that Chrissy's part of the show because Chrissy is the founder of Hartisan. And so we obviously heard from Vicky and we heard from Erica who are members and also madmins in the Hartisan family. But here is Chrissy. So I kind of just want to touch with Chrissy on the story. I want to work out well, what's Hartisan and how did it even come about? And then we've got some other really exciting things to tell you about the journey of Hartisan in actually quite a small amount of time, which I always think is really exciting. So welcome, Chrissy, to The Human Conversation. Thanks for having me, Jules. Nice to be here. And it's lovely to see you. And actually, this is your second time on the show, which is also great. But it was way, way back when we first started, wasn't it, that we did our yeah. first interview? I think even probably before Heart Exam was launched, was it? Or just about the beginning or 
I think it was actually before it was launched because we talked about cuddle beds, which is obviously your kind of baby. That's where you started out as an entrepreneur. That episode is back, back when. I will put the link in so people can actually go and listen to that one. But today I want to talk about Heartisan. So everybody's thinking, well, well, okay, she's going on about Heartisan. What is Heartisan? What is it? What is it? What is it? So tell us, Chrissy, what is Heartisan? So Heartisan is a marketplace, an online marketplace where you can go and buy your handmade gifts or even um, items for yourself, your garden, your home, your furry friends, anyone, exactly anybody. And there is a story behind each and every one of those handmade products and shops. And you say, you know, there's a story behind every shop. And of course, I think there's a story behind every business, obviously. Um, But what made you think about bringing something like this together? What was what was the the heart of it? So um, when I had my cuddle bed business, it was very in its very early stages. I was thinking, now, where can I sell? I used to be a nurse, so I didn't know anything about sales or where I should be. But I knew I had to be somewhere. So I opened up a Facebook page and then um, on Twitter and I started thinking, oh, I need a platform. So I applied for a, um, a popular one, should we say, a popular one that's around quite a lot. And they knocked me back and said, no, you're not unique enough. However, my products are, <laughs> you know, they're protected by the IPO and, and it festered a little while. Then I thought, you know what, I'm going to make my own one day. And I did. <laughs> I, love, I love that because um, it's funny because when I started Truly Medley Baby, it wasn't so much that I got knocked back. I just couldn't find anyone who was doing what I wanted to do. So I started it. So it's a bit it's a bit like, you know, if you get knocked back or if you can't actually see anyone doing it, then guess what? You can start it yourself. Um, as my dad says, there's no such word as can't. So, um, so you started this platform. I mean, I'm kind of thinking to myself, blimey, Chrissy, this is quite a big old thing isn't it starting your own platform where everybody houses their shop <laughs> it, it does take over your life <laughs> and tell us a little, little bit more about then how you went about that so I um, did lots of research to see um, what was out there what gap in the market there was I already had a, a commenting group so it's like a kind of a networking thing within craft and community where you'll go and support each other's page and comment and share and all that so I already had that to monetize to be fair and um, I had a team already and I spoke to them about it and um, that's where how it started coming about and thinking actually do you know what I can't do this on my own got another business five kids two dogs and all that stuff so um, I have chronic illness as well and um, you'll find that a lot of crafters do a lot of crafters come together because they have chronic illnesses or they're retired or got kids at home so we have a big connection with that and that's what really caught me thinking that you know we can have a, a community of people just like us to help each other help each other and help partisan grow as well yeah and i think one of the lovely things about this is you know my whole message around sales chrissy is connection isn't it you know and and understanding each other's core values and just understanding the worlds of others and I think this is where it's really strong for your community is because you kind of get each other you understand the struggles the daily pain you know all of those things which means you can support each other so it's not just a platform to house your shop it's actually about handmade 
beautiful products people yeah. who are actually struggling with certain things then have that extra support but the other thing i love about what you do because i have been working with you some people don't necessarily know that who are listening but i have been working with you which has been really super just supporting your group of of ladies one of the things I love about what you do is you help them to position their businesses. So you're not just saying, put your shop on my platform end of. No. It's about how do you market your, your business? So we're going to go on Facebook. We're going to teach you about Facebook. We're going to teach you about Pinterest and Instagram and, and all those amazing platforms. So now they haven't just got a shop on a platform, they've got all of this knowledge that you've just helped them with to run their businesses. And they have a personal touch. So all the other platforms, is very, I feel is very cold. You just do it and there's no one there. No one cares and a lot of people say that. But with my team of wonderful madmins, there is always someone. Always someone that, it doesn't matter what time of day it is. <laughs> you know, in the night when we're up with insomnia or whatever, and they're like, oh, I don't know. We respond to them. And that, and that is something that is really unique. So that's our USP, really. Oh, it's definitely. Well, it's your UHP, my lovely. Because What's course, that? Well, I've just created a new uh, trademarked thing called a UHP. <laughs> yes, I have. Um, I, know, I know. Well, it's all new. Um, so at the moment, I've, um, I've registered it as a trademark. And it's all just about to, to go through. It's at the kind of, it's ready. It's exciting. You know, we talk about USP, a unique selling proposition. I mean, this is the, a phrase that was coined back in the 1940s. Yeah. So it's quite old hat, but it's still significant because we associate it with what makes us different. So I decided that actually today is actually a UHP, which is a unique human proposition. Oh, I love that. Well, the thing is, it's about people. It's about us. There's no other Chrissy on the planet. There's no other jewels on the planet. So we are unique. We are globally unique. And so, you know, that's what I want us to start tapping into when we sell and when we put our personal brand out there, you know, that's, that's what's so we have the same. I think that's why we've connected so well, because we have the same feelings and thoughts around connection and doing yeah, stuff like that. exactly so so the whole artisan thing for me has been a real pleasure because I get it you know and I've loved working with it and obviously just trying to help you with sales tips and you know and all of those things and we have a monthly call don't we so it's it's yeah. really really exciting so artisan is is formed you've got your madmins I love how you talk about them I love what they're called do you remember I said to you I imagined um, I they would be like Charlie and the chocolate factory, chocolate factory. I've never forgotten. <laughs> even with my memory issues I have never forgotten that conversation <laughs> I'm not sure your madmins would be happy I'm comparing them to oompa loompas because I'm not that's not the point it's just I see them all working away in this magical little place you know as mad and we got that we actually got that from you Jules we call it the magical marketplace and that's because you called it that yeah and it is and it is and you know everything about it is magical I think handmade products are just stunning they're unique they're one-offs you know there's nothing like it and we should really be investing more in that I think yeah. So you've got these lovely madmins that work with you. Obviously, a couple of them have featured in this same podcast. So that's wonderful to be able to, to, to tag that all together. So you've got your madmins. Now, the next thing that happens is if anyone knows about uh, Small Business Sunday, which is on Twitter, this is run by, it's hashtag SBS. This yes. is run by the beautiful and lovely Theo Pafitis, who was one Good of my friends. He was 60 yesterday. Was he? Bless him. 
so yeah so it's run by Theo he's very supportive of small businesses and every Sunday you can post on Twitter to enter to be chosen as one of his small business Sunday winners and then he announces them on a Monday so that's a little plug for Theo and I bet he'll never know I did that for him but the point is that not only are you a Cuddlebeds winner of SBS but now who else has won SBS? Heart as am, which I was really surprised at because I thought, well, if you've got one, you know, it's a bit might be a bit more harder to get another one. I'm actually selling in Theo's shops now, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go for it as as I do. You know, I'm one of these people just don't think about it, do it. Yeah. And um, yeah, we won, which was absolutely incredible. So we've got four awards for Heart as am now. That's, that's wonderful. And awards are important, you know, because it just gives that credibility. You're now building that profile for Hartisan, yeah. which is super. So that's really, really exciting. But there's even more. I've only got a short time with you and I've got so much I want to talk about. There's even more because what then is the next thing that you do when you've launched this fabulous business? You write a... I write a book. Well, <laughs> I do write a book. And the thing is what happened, I got three more diagnoses this year, which was a bit of a kick in the teeth to me because I thought that was it. And one of them, or two of them, was in my neck of my back and put me right out of mobility. So I decided, oh, I can't sit around doing nothing. I've got things I want to say, so I'll put it in a book. <laughs> and obviously you helped with that as well, Jules. You gave me the way to do it because I had no idea of what to do it. And that's what you are, you're your coach. So I'm like, how do I do this? How do I go about this? And you help me. Well, I'm, I'm delighted that I did help you. But remember that anything we do like that is usually because someone else has helped us before as well. So we Absolutely. never... It's sharing yeah. knowledge, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. We never really invent the wheel as such. Yeah. We, we kind of just make it better and pass it on in our own way. So I'm really pleased I was part of helping you do that because the book is really lovely. If you're watching us on YouTube, that is the book that Chris has just held up. It is available on Amazon. And it's called? It's called Build Your Creative Business, The Heart As I'm Way. I just call it The Heart As I'm Way, but it's all about where crafts, hearts, minds meet for success. It's a little bit about my business journey. Then it's, um, it goes right through and helps you at the end of each chapter with a how-to section. So in anywhere, in any part of your business journey, you'll be able to refer back to it. I still do. I pick up this book and look at the Twitter hours because I can't remember them. So every day I'm like, yeah, I need to do that one. That's honest. And then we've also got creative stories in there. So it's inspirational and motivational as well. And um, at the end, there's a little bit about craftology, which is going to be the program that we're starting in January. So it's a popular fixed program that you will do a module through and that program will teach you what Chrissy what would be the benefits of that program so it teach you all about social media what how to um, do things in social media it'll teach you about um, SEO it will teach you about international property office that's amazing and and again you know we talked about this with the heart stand thing where it gives you that more personal touch so you're actually not just making something and selling it you're going to that next level where you're saying how do i really make this into a business which is yeah and there'll be a madman attached to in the imaginary and there'll be a madman attached to everyone who does the programs so they get the accountability every month too wonderful i love it i love it and i love that's it being trademark craftology i love it too and this here is one of my creatives in the artisan toolbox and it's a wreath and my daughter did this picture for the book and um she's amazing and this is actually pages of a book 
into flowers and this is her handmade wreath for Christmas and it's I bought it last year so that's why we use that because it's actually proper handmade I think anyone who's listening to this and can't see the pictures, all you need to do is go and look at the book. The book cover is what Chrissy is referring to. But here's the thing. This is how beautiful handmade products can be. And you, know, and you need to go and look and then you'll appreciate it. So if I wanted to buy something, Chrissy, handmade, I could go to Hartisan, could I, as a shop, and I could buy it, yeah? Yep, so you go on the marketplace. There's, a, there's product categories. Or you can just put in card or, I don't know, um, whatever you was looking for, a wreath. We were talking about a wreath then. And the website is? www.hartisan.uk.com. I guess to finish off, one of yeah. the most exciting things that's just happened, which culminates all of this and brings it all together, is that you decided to attend the Handmade festival so it's something that Kirsty Allsop's done before for five years but it's always been a fair this was turned into a festival so it was on a massive grand scale and when I'd started the book I only had a few months to get it there and to get it published and get it printed which was a bit stressful but also very amazing when we actually took them with us <laughs> absolutely yeah I mean to have got it finished in time and then and anyone who follows you on Facebook probably saw the video of Kirsty Allsop herself visiting your um, your Hartisan stand and seeing all of the madmins as well there and what happened she came up to us she does try and visit every stand um, we were told that she would be coming to us because it was something I, I, this is what I wanted with the book. I just wanted to launch it there. We had this beautiful cake made by Dale, who's one of our madmins and he's our chocolatier. He's also one small business Sunday. And um, we had it all ready, but we was told Friday or Saturday. So on the Friday, I didn't leave the stand. You know, I didn't go to the toilet. I didn't have a drink. <laughs> all my, all my madmins like, go, go and have a break. I'm like, I can't, I can't miss it. And funny enough, when she came up, we had Trina video in it. We had Amy taking all professional photographs. We looked, we looked the best, to be honest. And she said, yeah, invariably, there's always someone that pops to the loo or isn't there and we miss them. And I thought, see, I did the right thing. <laughs> yeah, you're standing there crossing your legs. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, she was so lovely and so normal. And just, she just, she picked up people's um, products that they made and she understood that you know we were who we are and what we was about she signed my book she actually we actually gave her a book in her green room where she relaxes with a few little hearts and bits and pieces in a little box there was a, a lovely lady called Betty who who sort of helped us through the process and she said give me the book I'll get it to her so that's exciting as well that's isn't lovely. it yeah that's really lovely and I think you know any of these celebrities um it's really wonderful when they take the time to to give you their time because I think the good ones really understand that it it really matters doesn't it, it really matters yeah. to you and all yeah. the hard work you did to put that book together so listen yeah. Chrissy we haven't really had long enough to chat, in my opinion, but I needed to make sure I connected this to Vicky and Erica's. Yeah, makes sense. Because then you get a picture then of what Hartisan's truly about. So it's been so, so good to talk to you. Absolutely loved it. Um, and I hope everyone out there understands a little bit more about what Hartisan is truly about. It's not just a shopping website, it's a lot more than that. And if anyone is a crafter, 
you know, actually have a look at the links, get in touch with Chrissy. We'll put all the links down below with the podcast so that they can connect with you. But thank you, Chrissy, for coming. You're welcome. And and amazingly well done with this. I know how hard you've worked. It really is superb. And with everything that you're up against, it's truly inspiring. And for the listeners, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast. I think what we need to remember is, firstly, let's go and buy some more handmade products as opposed to keep going and buying the commercial stuff. Um, But equally, if you are a crafter, then have a think about how Chrissy could support and help your business because it really is a beautiful idea. And for the rest of you who aren't crafting, um, have a great day. We're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts, and we're also on SoundCloud. We will see you again very soon. Ta-da for now. You've just been listening to the Human Conversation podcast with Jules White. To find out more about the other work that Jules does, please visit her website, www.liveitloveitsellit.co.uk. And if you enjoyed the podcast, then please do leave a rating and review on the platform you use to enjoy her show. Thanks for listening and see you next time.